The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Eight minutes after eight. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, there's an alarming increase of drug and substance abuse at schools across the country. And this is for some school principals to test pupils on a daily basis. Now, the frequent testing at both private and public schools has revealed an increased number of students taking drugs. Some schools have been forced to seek assistance from drug rehabilitation centers. And despite the grave concern, the random testing at some of the schools has been met with concern and some feel that drug testing is violating well-established principles of how educators and parents can best promote healthy choices among adolescents, uh, particularly those identified as at risk. So on the forum today this morning, we discussed drug testing in schools and why some people may be against it. Are we going about it the right way is what we are asking this morning. The lines are open 891 you can SMS us on 34701. Remember, it costs you one rand. And then you can also tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM, or you can use my personal account at Sakina Kamwendo. And joining us for the conversation this morning, Dr. Charles Wilson, who is responsible for safety in schools at the Department of Basic Education. Thanks for coming through. Good morning. Thank you. And we also have Quentin van Kerken, uh, who is the uh, South African Chief Executive for Anti-Drug Alliance. Thanks, Quentin, for your time. Thanks for having us. Now, uh, let me just start off by asking, firstly, yes, there is a problem, but are we going about this the right way by subjecting children, in this instance, to drug testing? Are we not violating their civil liberties by doing so, uh, Dr. Wilson? Uh, Sakina, thank you very much. The South African Schools Act definitely acknowledges that there might be violation of children's rights. On the other hand, um, it has become a real concern and therefore um, we have put measures and procedures in place to be followed when drug testing is done. So in other words, if those measures are followed to the T, it should not violate the rights of children. In the event that it does, what remedy exists? Principals and teachers are trained to follow the exact procedures. And I think let me jump in then and and, uh, help out uh, the the doctor. Um, We obviously uh, from the anti-drug alliance side, we we do many things thousands of of, of tests uh, monthly not even annually and um, what we've what what we have uh, found and with a lot of experience as well and and uh, I believe what my colleagues trying to say is that if you follow the protocols that have been set out properly Mm. um, then there is never any problem the protocols were set out there by some very clever people that made sure that everything was followed to the T Um, from our side, we've never had any uh, issues of, of people saying that, uh, you know, they felt that their children's rights were were uh, taken away or anything like that. In fact, I was uh, telling my colleague a bit earlier on that uh, we, we, we did testing a while back, a few weeks back at a school, and um, a lot of the parents arrived not for 
uh, not to check up on us, but to actually see how it works and, and to, to, to join us. And, and, and uh, I think the biggest, um, the biggest protractors and the ones that are making the biggest noise with the kids themselves that turned out to be positive. Um, otherwise, everybody, it, it, it's a, a quick, painless, straightforward thing that, that But that's that not, a, it's an unfair assertion, uh, Quinton. Somebody could uh, very simply, a parent could simply uh, just be trying to enforce their rights because how extensive is the consultation with parents on this matter? Um, do you need a parent's consent before you actually test their children? I heard what Dr. Wilson said about the Schools Act mm. and the provision contained therein, mm-hmm. but... The, the, the extent to which parents have a say in this matter. Okay, um, I'm going to err on the side of caution here because I don't have the act in front of me. So I'm going to recite out of memory if I can. So if I am wrong, I do apologize. But as far as I, as, as far as I can remember, the, as long as there is the uh, suspicion from the school side, Okay, there has to be reasonable suspicion. In fact, that, that, that's the wording that's used, reasonable suspicion. So we can't just sort of walk past a kid and go, well, you look like a drug addict because n- that doesn't work. There has to be reasonable suspicion. Oftentimes with the schools I work with, we start looking at absenteeism. We start looking at, at, at marks, um, how their um, performance is overall. There are certain markers that we see that happen with children that that get into substance abuse as a whole. I'm not even talking about drugs. I'm talking about alcohol as well or, or any addiction really. What then happens is, yes, there is a reasonable suspicion. Oftentimes, um, let's say it happens on a Monday morning. I'm using an example they might not have been chance to get hold of the parents. They might have tried very well to actually contact the parents. I've actually sat with the school headmaster who pulled his hair, was literally pulling at his hair because he uh, there was about six or eight kids that needed to be tested that had actually got to school pretty pretty high. Um, and he phoned both mother and father's numbers of each child four or five times with no answer. He did it out of courtesy. He didn't have to. Because the, the, the act does say that if there's a reasonable, uh, reasonable suspicion, the school can test. He, did, he was trying out of courtesy to tell them. They didn't answer their phones. He did it anyway. Had one of the parents coming in throwing an absolute tantrum. How dare you? You didn't contact me. He goes, check your cell phone, please. She looks at, oh, but I didn't hear it ring. He goes, well, then whose problem is that? Mm. But 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 obviously there is the potential for uh, these things to go horribly wrong because it opens children up to profiling by teachers because just listening to some of the factors that you've just spoken about, Quinton, mm. uh, that doesn't necessarily point to a problem with a drug or any other substance abuse. It, the child could very well be suffering from some other condition. 100%. I agree with you. Uh, 100%. I, I named a few. Okay, there's a whole lot more that goes in. The, the, really, I think if or what you're doing is you, you sort of, uh, I, I can understand where you're coming from, but you have to understand that there's a whole lot more than go, that, that goes into it. Um, yeah, what happens if the child is on medication? prescribed medication. Mm. Different story. But we there, there are a number of things that go into the, the, the whole uh, system to ensure the testing is done. I think what you, uh, I, I get where you're coming from, but what we where we end up coming in is where there is already definitely a problem in the school.
you have to understand that it's not that they are picking on children to find drug Has addicts. that never happened? No. Not in my not in my experience. I've never seen somebody go, Oh, let's let's test that kid because we just want to get it doesn't happen. Now tell me, when does this happen? Does it happen during school time? Are children taken out of class in order for you to conduct the uh, these tests? And 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 how do you decide on which children to test? Is it random and what does random mean in this instance? Okay, for from our side, um I'll use an example. We might have a school that contacts us and say, um, we'd like to conduct random testing. And my first thing is, well, how many people do you want to randomly test and how random is the testing going to be? And then I get a chuckle at the end of the the, the, the phone. And I then go through and have a meeting with the headmaster or the, the governing body. And I say, guys, in order to make it as random as possible, if you have a problem in grade eight, for example, Let's test all of them. Then there can be no uh, um, pointing of fingers. Everybody was tested. Is that how it usually happens? I prefer that. And I've uh, once or twice we've had specific kids being tested. But I mean, they were really there was uh, they were clearly under the influence of something at at school. And I was, uh, you you know, we've been our Mm. organization been called in specifically to test one or two kids. But. I would say 99% of the time we would go in and we would test entire classes. And that's what I'm talking about, about it being random. Because who gets to choose, uh, you know, which children are subjected? I would be much happier if, as Quinton says, Dr. Wilson, you take an entire grade, an Mm. entire class, because that is random. So you don't know what you're going to come up with. The problem arises when specific children are chosen for whatever reason. and, And I called it profiling earlier where the teacher for whatever reason suspects that there may be something going on here and as Quentin was saying when a child is under the influence it usually is very easy uh, to see that and and that makes perfect sense but in other instances surely this act could also be open to abuse by teachers but it doesn't answer my question about Mm. when it happens are children taken out of class to do this yeah, what what would generally happen is um, it, it also depends school on school exactly uh, how it how it actually takes place. But um, what we what we generally do is we will go in um, the the kids will then we literally go class by class. So let's say there's three classes in a specific grade. Um, we it goes very quickly, which is which is quite nice because we have a, a quite a team that uh, that, that, that goes along. So. The class will go, somebody walk into the class, generally myself or one of the other people, along with the headmaster, teacher, head of department, uh, you know, somebody from the school to say, right, guys, today is is drug testing day. If you could all just please put your cases to one side, uh, single file out, please. You're going to follow us, ladies, that side. You're going to follow that lady over there to the the loose. It just also depends on the type of testing that happens. Um, We we can do... uh, um, all the saliva testing, et cetera, et cetera, which is completely non-invasive. Um, most often schools uh, will choose urine testing, number one, because it's a lot more accurate, and number two, because it's a lot cheaper, to be very honest with you. Um, and uh, the, the, the testing happens. The 30 people are done in 20, 30 minutes.
Well, they have. They, they take about five, ten minutes to get there, get ready. They take another thirty minutes to get through. Uh, so a period easily gone there. One period, if not more. Generally, one period for so the uh, entire grade. Uh, uh, okay. Well, okay. I, I needed to understand that. But also, then, um, uh, Doctor Wilson, what is the ultimate objective? Of this, is it to basically catch children out uh, to, um, you know, paint them as bad apples because they find themselves in the situation where uh, they may be dependent on substance, or are you trying to correct a situation? What is the ultimate objective? No, I think we should acknowledge that the majority of children are not using drugs. It is those individuals that have been exposed to the use of drugs. Um, That is the one thing. And what we are doing is to prevent them from even starting to use illegal substances or drugs for that matter. Um, Our whole notion is to support and definitely not to to create a witch hunt Mm. on on children using drugs. So it's about the support mm. that we can render via our curriculum providing information providing education and to render support to that child in order for that child to succeed with his education. Is there empirical evidence to support um, your assertion that drug testing actually will then deter learners from actually participating and partaking in drugs? Um, We are... I don't know how much you know about the anti-drug alliance. We do uh, research projects every year. One of the projects that we're actually busy researching at the moment is exactly that. Um, I do know that what we have seen is in the schools where that have taken on um, random drug testing and, and started doing um, regular random drug testing to, to that effect, they have seen a decrease in um, positive results. So does that mean that it is working? I'd like to think so. Does it mean that there are no positive results? Not at all. You're still going to always get children that experiment, um, that unfortunately get addicted to substances. That that that's human nature but what we are seeing is is that most uh in the schools that 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 we have worked with where there is regular testing it does tend to act as a deterrent an overall deterrent in fact it, we we can even look at it in um in corporate companies as well because we 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 um service a lot of corporate companies as well where we have started regular dr- drug testing immediately um the incidents start going down well, we are talking about drug testing in schools this morning. I'd love to hear your views. 891 is the number to dial. You can also SMS us on 34701. Uh, tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM. And um, Unati says, um, I'm trying to understand why you're opposed to drug testing. I'm not opposed to drug testing. I am trying to interrogate the processes uh, that are applied when these drug tests are being conducted because paramount in all of this is that the child's rights are not violated. That is all that this is about, Unati. And here's a question from both Mtunzi Mamgeli and Ambrogino Twina wanting to know what happens when children test positive. Are they expelled, Dr. Wilson? What are the repercussions of this? This is exactly what we, we, try, we try to avoid, is to 
once a child is tested positive, to give that child the necessary support mm. before we go the route of suspension or expulsion. Mm. Um, it's definitely the very, very last resort mm. that we will contem- or, or consider um, when there is a, a problem. Well, uh, uh, let's go to the lines, 891 Let's start with Anonymous, uh, who's calling us. Anonymous is a parent. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Anonymous, you have some experience in this regard? Yes, I do. You know, first of all, just the other callers to comment, as a parent, I think... It is it is a welcoming idea that the schools would go out there and do these random tests. But when it becomes a, some sort of interrogation or this, it's like if, if your child's face is not being liked, and I'll tell you why I'm saying that, is, then it becomes a different issue. Like, for instance, I've got my two boys at this particular high school, and um, the bigger one on the Friday, he was tested randomly. And the test came out negative. I wasn't contacted because the tests were negative. However, the Monday, um, the same thing occurred. Um, the boy was retested again for no apparent reason. Once again, also an, a, a random testing. And at this point, they found medication in his bloodstream. Yeah. Now, this to me, um, I don't know, it's very frustrating because, yes, I understand that the school has their rules and the regulations and the school says whatever it says, um, and, 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 and I understand that, but why would you test one child or the same child, rather, um, twice? What do you want to achieve here? Yeah. And my question was to the particular um, great manager was, okay, you've tested this child, Based on what? what, what and then the answer was, look, we randomly test children, and yes, it is based on suspicion. I said, okay, if you say based on suspicion, what is your suspicion? Um, well, she couldn't answer me. I said, secondly, where do us as parents come in? Do we just get phoned afterwards? Because I feel that prior to these testings, I think we should be made aware, whether it's via a newsletter, just so that we as parents understand that, you know, from time to time, random testing will take place. And then the, te- the, the great manager tells me, no, but you will then let your children know. I mean, if a child is on drugs, no matter when you take the test or do the test, the drugs will be found in the child's bloodstream. Whether you pre-tell the child or tell the child, you know what, you're going to be... I mean, there's not one parent that will tell his or her child that, you know, don't do drugs because you will be pre-tested. If the child is on drugs and the school is only good, is only means good, mm. we as parents should appreciate it. However, I've got a problem with the manner and the method in which they're doing it. And if it becomes a situation where we are now harassing this particular child because I don't like his face. Mm. Yes, I didn't find the drug being positive on Friday. Now, Monday, let me see if we can get him to be positive. And that is my biggest issue with this whole thing. With a certain child, what they've done was they had two boys. And um, they went like inky-pinky-ponky, you know, trying to see which one they want to. Instead of saying, listen, I want this child. And mm. when, the, actual, when they want, when they're if you want to call it like that, tell on the other child, 
this teacher decided, no, 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 I want to test you. <laughs> so how do we do this testing? And this is what I, as a parent, have a problem with. I am totally for it, but there need to be guidelines. Mm. Us parents need to be informed so that when we get this kind of call, then we are understanding that, you know what, this is the rules of the school or this is the, 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 the uh, whatever you call it, understand from time to time it will take place. I do not want my child's, um, you know, right to be violated at any given time that you doesn't want to go to school because of ABC. And, and you know, I might say you wasn't positive. However, there was some, like I said in the, uh, previously, there was some medication found in his bloodstream. The report simply said there is no drugs in his bloodstream. Mm -hmm. But once again, in this case, the grade manager wanted the leaflet of the medication that I gave the child. So what is the, what what are we trying to, to prove here with the with, with the child? You didn't find any positive result in terms of um, the known drugs or whatever you're testing, but you found medication and you want to leaflet. What do you want to prove? And that is my frustration with the school. Okay, thank you so much, anonymous. We're going to come back and respond to that, but we have to go to news now with Kumbuzile Tabete. Thank you, Sakina. Looking ahead in the 9 o'clock bulletin, police watchdog IPID have arrested a warrant officer from Fosloris on Gauteng's East Rand for allegedly raping his colleague's 13-year-old daughter. But more on that story at 9 o'clock. Here's a wrap of some of our top stories this morning. New Mineral Resources Minister Museben Zizwane has welcomed the end to the strike in the coal mining sector. Trade union NUMSA has promised to hit private and public sectors where it hurts the most when it embarks on today's march against corruption and job losses. An application for the extension of bail by the Abatembu King, Buyelekaya Dalingyebo, will be heard in the Mtata High Court today. And the Israeli government has given police the power to seal off parts of East Jerusalem in response to a surge in attacks by Palestinians in recent days. More news at 9 o'clock. Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. Well, top traffic story this morning in Joburg now. All of a sudden is the uh, Vitz protest. Students are uh, angry. Students protesting at uh, multiple gates around Vitz. So uh, delays really sort of uh, all around that uh, campus uh, on multiple routes. Uh, Empire Road heavy from Auckland Park inbound. Uh, heavy out from Brown Park. Young Smuts queuing from almost as far back as the zoo this morning. Uh, Lock Avenue onto Young Smuts affected. The Mike One struggling to come off at St Andrews because of all that traffic in that area. So the Mike One uh, backed up from the clue in interchange. That's heavy. All the way down through Woodmead, Sandton, Melrose, Parktown uh, and off-ramping at uh, St Andrews. Very very heavy traffic there. Even Annette Road down to Inotson Tonga, Inotson Tonga through to Jorison, around De Court. That's all very heavy. Young Smuts going north, coming off uh, Nelson Mandela Bridge and Bertha. It's all really backed up. Even the uh, Mike One North off-ramping to Smith Street into that area caught up as well. So multiple routes under uh, multiple pressures this morning around that Vitz protest. N3, slow between Elans and Galulis. An accident at Van Buren's just been cleared away. A lot of pressure into Sandton again this morning. William Nickel, Ballyclare side onto Sandton Drive. Uh, looks like motorists are now sort of taking Ballyclare to sort of come through the Benmore side uh, which probably isn't heavy, as heavily uh, restricted but that's causing delays. Uh, William Nickel in the N1. Traffic lights off there. That's uh, going to be a problem until they get those uh, lights fixed up. Uh, crash on the N1 south at John Foster slowing traffic from Boerta Avenue this morning. Uh, Durban, the N2 uh, still busy at Gateway. The M41 out from uh, Mount Edgecombe towards Gateway still slow. And Cape Town, Strandfontaine area 
area through to Musenberg on Baden-Powell remains busy. Uh, the M5, Prince George Drive, that was closed earlier this morning because of protesting, uh, that's been reopened. But you had a lot of traffic that was coming off Baden-Powell, routing through Musenberg and up Main Road. So oh, you, you could just imagine how bad that is at Russia with all that extra traffic. And it will take a while to clear. Uh, N1 into Cape Town slow this morning. Platycliffe Road uh, through to the uh, CBD area. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. Coming up next with Morning Talk, Ruena, what can we look forward to? Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Well, we're back with uh, the Forum Date. We're continuing. And uh, before I give the panel an opportunity to respond, Carol's calling us from PE and she's been holding. Carol, thanks for your patience. Okay, that's fine, Sakina. Sakina, um, good morning to you and your panel. I just wanted to mention one or two things, and this is really from personal experience because I've got two children who are in a school where they do these tests. The one point is that, first of all, it's very difficult to advise beforehand because what some of the guilty students have done is they've actually got samples of urine from the ones who they know don't take drugs. They go into the toilets and then, of course, they come out with the clean sample of such. So, so that's one point. Mm. And the, the second one that I just wanted to make note of is that, you know, the children who don't take drugs also have rights. They've got a right to a safe environment that's conducive to education. Mm. Now, the children who come with drugs, sometimes their behavior is erratic. They can disrupt classes. Not only that, but they also can influence those who don't want to take drugs. So since we've had testing at the school, and my kids were also randomly tested, as Quinton mentioned before, they did the, the entire class, so nobody was singled out or identified. But there's been a huge improvement in that school, and it's actually been done on a continuous basis. So for me, I would say the entire experience, including for my kids, who are teenage children in, in grades now 11 and 10, they found the whole experience very positive and a real clean-up of the system. Well, so I just wanted to leave you with those thoughts. Thank you so much, Carol. Now, we've heard from two parents, and I think what is clear is that no parent opposes this no parent is against drug testing Mm. what is in question here is the protocols yeah because that is where things seem to go wrong as carol said she's very happy in her children's school Mm. everybody was tested yep anonymous had the exact opposite experience in her school because Children, as she said, they went inky, pinky, ponky, you come. Oh, actually, no, we don't think it should be you. It should be that child. Mm. And, 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 and having a child tested on a Monday, on a Friday, clearly that child has been profiled. Clearly they suspect uh, that there may be something going on there. And that's what we, that's what we spoke about off air. I, 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 I believe that the, the protocols there were completely not followed. The fact that the school did that is... I want to say disgusting, but uh, I could use stronger words, really. It's terrible. What we need to, I think, uh, look at there is this wouldn't happen if the school uses a service provider. Because teachers, unfortunately, are 
very overstressed, overworked. I've got many friends that are teachers. I know exactly what they go through. But at the end of the day, um, we can't let them make those decisions as well. They're there to educate our children. They are not there to police our children as well and do drug testing and do, and do, and do, and do. They're there for education. That's why so many schools come to us and say, please help us. Do you follow all the protocols? Yes, we do. We make sure that they're followed almost even beyond the book to make sure that everything is just 100%. Um, I would go absolutely nuts if a child is tested on the Friday and then on the Monday again. I would. It happened. It it happened. But I would, as as an outside party, I would mm. go nuts. Um, she said he was positive for some medication. Now, yes, the whole thing. All of a sudden, the school is going. Oh, but you see, he's positive. I'm sorry. Where did you get your training from to to actually do these drug tests? Where do do you have uh, all the qualifications that our people do? No. Okay. So we know that there are certain medications that might give a positive result. Before the test is even done, there's a, there's a few questions that, that each child or, or person that's being tested is asked. And if, if based on those questions, and oftentimes it might be something silly like, oh, yes, I had a really bad headache on the weekend and my mom gave me a, um, use brand name, Adkadol mm. on Sunday. Okay, we know that we're going to test positive for an opiate. We know. Mm-hmm. So do we, um, are we going to now judge the child? Okay, if the school says, hold on, but this kid's a, a really a massive problem, I say, right, from here, I've done my job. If you believe that there's more of a problem than this, call the parents in, let, let the parents go to another independent testing service, where there's, uh, the, the, the test is done to either verify or deny our results. I've never had anybody saying that our results are wrong. Mm, um, Coffee and Almonds agrees with you, by the way, uh, says this whole drug testing in schools makes me uncomfortable because what if a kid um, <clears throat> has taken some antipsychotics mm. because they may show up similar patterns to mm. something like heroin or cocaine mm. and, you know, the school could take it the other way. Exactly. And, and we, we've had that in the past where a school uh, tested a child positive um, uh, and we got called in the same day. Thankfully, uh, the, the the parents got hold of me and um, I went through and, oh, but he's positive for all these things. I said, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's calm down. I sat, I got the list of medications the child's on. We've got a fantastic uh, uh, um, database which shows us exactly what's going to test positive for, for what certain drugs. I mean, there's literally thousands of stuff on our database. And I said, okay, look, here, yes, that drug that he's on, He's testing positive for because, yes, it's an amphetamine, but the child has got a very serious uh, problem, uh, uh, a medical problem. Mm. It will test positive for an amphetamine, but it is not. Look, he has the drug on the schedule. Oh, but why didn't they tell us that? I'm like, because you don't know how to do drug testing. It's not your job. You're here to teach the kids. That's why you call in a proper professional service to do it. We're talking about drug testing in schools and we are asking whether we are going about this the right way. And uh, many views coming uh, through. uh, But before the break, I asked you, Dr. Wilson, about, you know, why 
who gets to conduct these tests? Why isn't it uh, just left to outside agencies with the necessary expertise uh, in this field as opposed to leaving schools uh, where teachers actually make these determinations? Um, is there a rule around that? And there's a question from Mendy um, Gomezulu who wants to know, um, are these tests conducted in all schools in South Africa or only in certain schools? Let me, let me start off. The tests are conducted in all schools. We have not identified specific schools. It's been conducted in, in all schools. So, to latch on to what you've asked me to respond to, I, I'm, I want to make it very clear that it's not all teachers conducting these tests. First of all, district offices and provincial officers are responsible to train principals or delegated teachers Mm. at schools to do these tests according to the set out procedures. Um, Yes, it's true. Their core responsibility is to teach and to educate our children. But at the end of the day, Um, There is always the problem that we're faced with where a parent cannot take his child for testing uh, due to the affordability of them. Mm. Um, And and this is also mainly to accommodate those parents who do not have the the funding to to have the tests done. Parents also have the option of bringing a case and asking the school to do the testing as opposed to the other way around. Absolutely, absolutely. And we know of many cases Mm. where parents have, uh, you know, suspected the use of drugs Mm. and they've asked the schools to do the tests. Mm. Parents also have the, 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 the choice to say to schools, look, we don't want our child to be tested by you. You've established a reasonable suspicion. We will take our child for a private test. Mm. And we will furnish you then with the results of those tests. And once the child has been tested, let's say you have a a child or 10 testing positive in any given school. What then? Is there a broader plan here? Yeah. Um, le- what uh, I, I think uh, the, the doctor did say it a bit early on, but what generally happens is there's a bit of a process. Okay. Um, Johnny gets tested positive. Um, do we want to expel him? No, nobody wants to expel a child. Really. I, I, I don't see this at schools. They really, that's the first point. That's the last thing on their minds is one expel. What they then do is they say, okay, We've tested him positive. There's a bit of investigation that goes on. Was it a once-off thing? What is it? Is it a habitual thing? Is it possibly an addiction? There's obviously there's a few things that happen there. There's an assessment that happens. Okay, right. We've we found out that it was a once-off thing that happened two weeks ago at the party where nine of the kids did it, and those are the nine that tested positive. All right. Um, there's they they can go through a, an educational program that has been set out specifically for that. What happens if it's an addiction? Well, then there is treatment available. 
um, our organization would obviously do it on site for for the kids um, I know there are other organizations that may have that I'm not quite sure what we really don't want to do is actually get them into the rehab environment we don't want that because as soon as we put them into rehab they're learning from old crooks it's it's like jail really you know you don't want to put a, a, a very minor offender with a very serious offender so what we like to do is we like to keep them out of that environment for as long as possible use an outpatient based program that works a lot better than an internal rehab let's put it that way also with that the child is not missing any school they are um, they're getting treated after school perhaps during break or whatever the case may be um, a period gets set aside for them if there's free periods for them to actually do treatment uh, with a therapist after school as I said they're not missing any school rehab can take three months three weeks three months six months can can most parents these days afford to keep their kids out of school for three weeks three months or six months no no they can't but you do this at the schools in which you work yes what about the schools that do not employ external services dr wilson I think what we should not forget is that there are also support structures within mm. the, the, the education system. If we look at a school, you know, school level, there is your school-based support team. District-based support teams exist. What we also do is, and what we definitely encourage, is for schools to link up with local NGOs, CBOs, to render that support to to the school. All right, let's go back to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Mutaung in Fosnores. Good morning. I'm Osakina. How are you? Well, thanks. And you? I'm alright. Sakina, uh, thank you very much for the topic. And then, Sakina, I just wanted to to say I'm angry, uh, happy, yet I still need answers. On the 1st of September, my son was tested for, for, for drugs at school. And according to school, it was in the morning, my son tested positive. We were called and uh, we went to school. And on our arrival, they give us a letter. And uh, our son was, I'm not going to say suspended, but now there was a recommendation that you must take my son to, to, to Sanka for for more tests, and then when we've got the result and everything for the assessment and what what we must come back to school again when we've got the letter. Why I'm saying I'm happy? Dr. Wilson has touched the issue of teachers are there to teach. I'm also uh, happy again for the school to have this uh, this thing of testing uh, alcohol at the school premises. Mm. I really I really do appreciate that. But I think the only problem that makes me angry is the end product. Number one, my relationship with my son now, it has deteriorated, Sakina. The reason being now, uh, I'm I'm having a sound system where my son is 14 years old. I took my son and trying to put him to be a DJ. Uh, He's trying to cope in that department. But now when this issue of drugs uh, surfaced at school, And now I started blaming myself to say it might happen because of what I have already put my son, maybe trying to make him a DJ or something. Mm. And then now my problem is, remember now at school he tested positive and he was tested by the teachers. What I said I like from what Dr. Wilson has mentioned is the issue of let the teachers stick to teaching.
and then let the people who do understand uh, 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 the result of the test do the testing. Because now, the very same day I took my son to Sanka, I paid 330 official angry for me to have to go to pay that money. I didn't have the budget for that money. Mm-hmm. But I have to pay it because now I was like feeling guilty of saying that means maybe I, 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 I let my son mm-hmm. to, 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 because now I wanted him to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. And then now I paid the money and then at Sanka all tests were negative. The next day when I go back to school, I gave them the report from Sanka. And now the very same teacher who, 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 who did the test couldn't have anything to say. And when I go there, I was actually angry, wanted to say to them, the 330 that I paid at Sanka, I want, I want a refund. Mm. But eventually I just hold myself and said, okay, I'm happy that my son uh, 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 did test negative in all the tests. Sanka has done. But now my, my, the question that is still in my mind, what is it that tested positive with my son at school? Mm. Well, okay. Uh, Mutaung will get a response to that in a moment. Uh, Peter is calling from Vetbank. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Sakina and your guest. How are you? Good, thanks. Well, thanks, Hello? Peter. Yes. Look, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll start from where the gentleman uh, uh, ended now, uh, the previous speaker the previous caller. Number one, I think uh, it's clear that as parents we do not have an issue with drug testing at schools, mm. right? Now the issue here is the, the, the process itself, how, how it's getting rolled out uh, and the consequence management part of it. One, first let me talk about the rollout itself. Uh, the doctor said, which I agree with because I work at the mine, sometimes we, 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 we train our own people internally to do certain jobs that are not 100% skilled to do. But then as long as they have the legal training and they get a legal appointment to do so. So you don't, have necessarily, you don't necessarily have to get a mess uh, to, to do certain things. Okay. Now, at schools, it's also possible that a teacher that is willing, that sees value in uh, uh, helping children by uh, subjecting them to uh, uh, proper testing after being well-trained, it's, it's allowable, it's allowed, you know, that we can have such people who want to go an extra mile to say, oh, on top of me teaching the children, it's also, it's also going to help me or benefit the schools, both the schools and the children, when they, they come here and we know that they are sober, they're under the influence of drugs. Well, uh, thank you so much, Peter. Drug testing in schools, that's what we're talking about this morning with our guest, Dr. Charles Wilson, responsible for safety in schools in the Department of Basic Education, and Quinton van Kirken, who is uh, the South African Chief Executive for Anti-Drug Alliance. Now, um, Motaung and Peter, before the break, uh, they were talking about... um, uh, a false positive, as mm. it were, mm. in uh, Motaung's child's instance. Uh, but uh, before you respond to that, let me just run through some messages. Lee says, great stuff. I'm happy that this is being done. As a teacher, we are struggling with these issues. And how are we to teach when kids are intoxicated? Parents must claim protection over our kids. And this is one way to do it. Another one, Unsigned says, parents and learners should be informed of random testing when they enroll at schools. Some parents are in denial that their children use substances. 
Moses. Mm. May in Cape Town says, from what grade are children tested? As I've heard that there are children in primary schools that are already using drugs. Anonymous in Durban, and no issue with kids being tested. If they clean, they have nothing to hide. Then what is the problem? Mm. Dur- um, Anonymous in Durban says, I'm a recovering addict. The person has got to want to stop. No number of tests, punishment, etc. will work if the person does not want to stop. Yes, the child has rights, but so uh, do those who are not using. Eva says, Sakina, at my school, uh, in my time, we had dental examinations every year. Was that a violation of children's rights? But that's chalk and cheese, Eva. Mm. Um, uh, Andre says it's worth finding out if testing does uh, familiarize the citizen uh, to drugs outside institutions in their future with profitable spin-offs for big pharmaceutical companies. So, so, so just to respond to all of this very briefly, because we have very little time. Quickly done. Um, tests are, as soon as you do it, uh, internal testing, those tests can uh, expire. They don't know how to do the test properly. Rather get an outside organization to do the stuff for you. Because that way, if anything does go wrong, the school is not responsible. Also, the outside organization, well, if if there is a, a positive test, oftentimes we retest just to make sure. Immediately, there is two to three tests done on the same sample just to make sure. Um, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that this is painless, quick, and as enjoyable for most people as possible so that the people that do have a problem, and that's what we need to know, the people that have the problem are properly, uh, properly uh, treated and dealt with and can carry on with their lives at the end of the day. And then um, also, if I can just throw in this one, um, uh, this is tricky, says Norco. How do you ensure confidentiality of the results and prevent possible victimization from teachers and other children? Okay, sorry. Um, You know, testing is initiated with the consent of the child and the parent and those results are only revealed to the parents and the the, the, the child outside of that you need the child's permission to take that further in other words what I'm trying to say here if the district wants to know how many children were tested in a school during a particular uh, quarter. Um, That child, or those children who have been tested, have to give their permission in order to to release those results Mm. to the district. But the fact is, Mm -hmm. it's it's between the parent, the child, and the person who tested that child. Mm. Mm, I suspect violations there, but also just uh, primary school children can be tested as well. Absolutely. All right. If reasonable suspicion has been established, age is of no concern. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming through this morning and speaking to us about this. And um, again, I think uh, just to uh, uh, bottom line it, nobody's against uh, testing children against drugs because there are more benefits to this. Uh, and also, I think the issue is the protocols around it. And uh, Pelechi says random tests at schools won't offer lasting solutions unless drug problems in our communities um, are also addressed by authorities. And that's where we're going to leave it. Thank you so much. And it's time now for news with Kumbuzile Tabete.